Welcome. Dawson's Critique. We're on the fucking finale. <laughs> Season one, episode 13. Decisions. Decisions. <laughs> so this guy originally aired um, May 19th, 1998. Mm-hmm. Um, story by John Harmon Feldman. Teleplay by Mike White and Dana Barada. Yeah. Directed by David Semmel, who also directed 90210, Buffy, Roswell. Yeah, yeah. And more. Um, like a million more. Um, okay. So I'm gonna read this little description to Aaron. Decisions. Love and loss sometimes go hand in hand, and it doesn't always hurt so good. <laughs> what? what the fuck? <laughs> Jen's grandmother comes out of his coma, but the good news doesn't last. As she ponders an opportunity to go to France for a year, Joey visits her dad in prison, and she and Dawson talk about their true feelings for one another. Okay, okay. that was that was not a great description. <laughs> Poorly written. <laughs> not that good. <laughs> Slightly inaccurate. Yeah, um, okay. Okay, I have a bunch of news stuff since yeah. we're at the end. Yeah, yeah. There's like, I didn't go all through the summer, but I kind of did a couple of highlights. Well, I have one too. Okay. Because I've been following Brexit. Okay. <laughs> and one of the big things is the the hard border between Northern Ireland and, oh, and Ireland. And they keep referencing the Good Friday Agreement. Mm-hmm. And the referendum on it was this week. Oh, May cool. 1998. Cool. Yeah. And the turnout in Ireland was like 91%. Hey. And then the turnout in Northern Ireland was like in the 80s. Wow. It's crazy. Wow, that's amazing. <laughs> I just read a book called Say Nothing. Uh-huh. Um, that's amazing. If you're into reading about the troubles in Ireland, mm-hmm. it's, a, it's a, an amazing book. Mm. Fascinating. I, I highly recommend it. Okay, so uh, May 18th, 1998, U.S. versus Microsoft. The, mm. the DOJ files an antitrust suit I against remember Microsoft. This. Yeah. I do too. May 21st, a student in Springfield, Oregon, killed two and injured 25 in a school shooting. Oh, God. Yeah. May 21st, also May 21st, in Miami, five abortion clinics are t- struck by a bu- butric acid attacker. Oh, my God. May 28th. Uh-huh. Phil Hartman is murdered by his wife oh, and then no. dies who then dies by suicide. Yeah. And then June 2nd, 1998, California voters prop pass prop 227 which abolishes bilingual education in the state. We were so racist then. Oof. We're not perfect now, but hopefully we're getting better. We are. Yeah. <laughs> 100%. Yeah. yeah. Um I also just wanted to say that I looked up some Dawson's Creek facts. Mm-hmm. And um Dawson's Creek didn't have like a huge viewership compared to what else was on TV back then. Mm-hmm. But I'm pretty sure it got like 14 million viewers the first episode. Oh my God. And grew. But like that was in the For time the when like WB. Friends, Friends was like 40 yeah, million, yeah, 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 you know? Totally. So, so just to put that in context, yeah. like, you know, it, it didn't have a share like Friends. Yeah, yeah. But 50% of the teenagers in America watched the pilot episode. Oh, my God. Really? 50%. How did they get this data? Um, Nielsen. So just. Okay. I mean, you know, take that with take yeah, that as you will yeah, yeah. from Nielsen. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, and like I wanted to say that, like, I think this show is one of the big steps in the sort of like fracturing in a good way of the tv landscape Mm -hmm. where like you got things that were aimed at people and like less about getting the the viewership of friends and having to appeal to that wide of an audience like this show is so huge because teenagers were watching it and it didn't matter that adults didn't really watch it yeah and i think that's like right you know we were just starting to to do that yeah so 
yeah <laughs> as we found out with the microsoft we don't care about big tech so <laughs> now we just sell everyone's data yeah whatever mm. you get the perfect brave show for new you. world brave <laughs> new world okay aaron where do we open Dawson's room. 12 for t- or 13 for 13. 13 for 13. Oh. Every episode of season one opens in Dawson's room. You know, there's a lot of shaky episodes, but at least they have this consistency. And also, like, 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 do you think maybe in next season we'll expand out a little bit and open not in Dawson's room as much? I hope so. Same. Um, I mean, I guess Joey doesn't have a room, so we can't open there. <laughs> I shouldn't laugh. I'm laughing so I don't cry. I know. Um, yeah. We've true. never once seen Pacey's home. No, never. Um, so Joey climbs in the window. And just like in the pilot. Well, no, in the pilot she's already in. Yeah. Joey climbs in the window. And Dawson's surprised she's there. Yep. And he's like, oh, what are you doing here? And she's here. like, She's like, we had plans. Movie, Movie night. night. Hello. <laughs> Hello. Like Joey's like, see, nothing has actually changed. Yeah. I yeah. still feel the same way. Oh, remember when I told you I was going to wake up playing Joey? That's what happened. Hi, here I am <laughs> watching a fucking movie in your room. Um, And he's like, I didn't get any movies from the store. <laughs> She's like, we could watch TV, I guess. Yeah. We can. She's like, that's so boring. And Joey's like, well, actually, she kind of reads the room and is like, well, actually, I just dropped by to tell you that I couldn't drop by. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, psych. <laughs> yeah. Joey, not subtle. And he's like, no, 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 no. There's a good TV show on that has a cliffhanger. And he's he says, like, you know, stay. You, we can watch reruns and snark at the TV. And I said that was literally my entire experience in college with Aaron Hensley. <laughs> it's a good experience. I mean, we look as if we're still friends 18 years later. Still something fucking work. <laughs> <laughs> there was I mean there was also some rum involved but um oh, God. I'm so sorry to bring that up again <laughs> um so yeah Joey's like I don't want to fucking watch TV I'm so like, sick of this cliffhangers shit cliffhangers are fucking contrived and bullshit yeah I'd like to call this Chekhov's cliffhanger because <laughs> they have a whole conversation about cliffhangers in television and um so you know, you it's in Act One. We're in Act One. Do you think there's going to be a cliffhanger at the I end? Don't, I mean, couldn't possibly tell you. <laughs> couldn't possibly tell you. How do you think 1998 Julia felt? 1998 Julia was like eating this shit up. Like, uh-huh. what? Where? What is what this is a cliffhanger? And what is this romance oh, that like? Okay. Like, where is? Where are they? Right, where right, right. are they? Oh, okay. I think 1998 Julia. I don't think was like viewing television. Like, oh, they're talking about a cliffhanger, so there's going to be a cliffhanger. <laughs> like, I think I wasn't that deep yet. Hmm. Perhaps I was. Maybe yeah. I'm not giving myself credit. Yeah. yeah. Um, and he's like, "This is a great show." You know, not <laughs> like we don't see what show. He doesn't it is. say anything what the show is. So they just have this very meta conversation about how cliffhangers are stupid and it's just a way for advertisers and for the producers to like get people to come back the yeah. second season and whatever. Which is kind of true. Absolutely. And Dawson's like, but also a cliffhanger's purpose is to keep them interested and to keep them guessing and yeah. Like, you know, and I, I said sort of like, again, with my little point about that, Joey's the cynic and the cynical Gen Xer and Dawson's the optimistic millennial. Mm. Like, I there's a part of me that feels like, you know, you see these two different sides of mm. like this friendship. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, um, and Joey, Joey, like, I mean, yeah, they're so meta about it. I mean, like, like I said in the previous episode, you know, I think one of the appeals of this show was that they would have these conversations. Yeah, that like, yeah, yeah. 
you know, even if I didn't know that, like, th- this was going to be a Chekhov's um, cliffhanger. Right. Like that, well, that... they're always breaking down, like, what you're supposed to be taking away from this show. What you're... Right. What, how you're supposed to be viewing and perceiving the show, yeah. you know? Yeah. So it's kind of like this uh, tool, this teaching tool of, like, this right. is how you uh, absorb good media. <laughs> right. Well, because uh, I thought a lot, I've thought a lot about, like, why was this show so big? Mm-hmm. You know, like, it was so big and why was that? And, like, I think part of it is that, right? Like, yeah. it didn't, it was, like... I mean, on the one hand, it's a little bit Dan Brown. <laughs> it's like, man, like, that's a fucking dig to Aaron what is Jesus. The, what is his book? Da Vinci Code. The da Vinci Code. Where he like, everyone's like, Aaron, you got to read this, got to read this. And I fucking torture myself through it. And where he just like explains what's going to happen in a few pages. And then it happens a few pages later. And so the common American was like, I knew that. And they felt so smart when they were reading it because they were able to figure things out. Yeah. Uh, he told you, yeah, he in told advance, you, yeah, what was gonna happen. Was gonna happen. He didn't figure it out. Yeah. <laughs> Come on. Well, so whatever. We like that. It's a very, it's fine for kids to <laughs> accept media like that. But I also think there's a way in which, like, our media literacy was was like a little more advanced, where where we sort of could see how these, like, particularly in this soapier, hmm. like television shows you know it wasn't like we were just sitting back consuming dallas right right. like what's well, a less i mean it's less about just the sheer romance of like who's with who who's yeah. cheating with who who's having a kid with who right. you know which is what soaps are always about yeah this is like a coming of age story <laughs> but it's a teen soap yeah i yeah, know they is. still have who's yeah. fucking who and who's in love with who but yeah. it's still like this coming of age story that totally needs a little bit more like 360 view on it yeah and, like a nuance and deeper dive yeah. So, anyways. yeah. Well, so so Joey. Speaking of Joey being meta, uh-huh. Joey is like you know the the producers put the characters in some contrived situation so the audience hopes that things are going to change, but they never do. Um, which is definitely like a wink at what possibly will happen. Mm-hmm. And and it and she goes, you know, it always goes back to the way it was before the cliffhanger. Yeah. And Dawson says, well, she wouldn't want to miss it if something did change, right? <laughs> And she says, it still sounds like one big tease to me, Dawson. <laughs> Fuck, man. That's so good. I said, Joey's very put up or shut up right now, and I like it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I, like, agree. Like, yeah, yeah, Dawson, don't just fucking talk about it. Yeah. or maybe, She's made her feelings very well known. Or maybe do talk about it, but talk about it. <laughs> I actually talk, talk about around it. it. Yeah, not this metaphorical, like, the cliffhanger and yeah, the, yeah. the, and the, the like, birds do it. I'm going to use it. Spielberg to talk about this. Right, right, like, right. Oh, God. I don't know. So, anyways, we get the credits. And this was another one where the credits started playing early. Yeah, it was. The um, song. Yeah. yeah. And. Grams is uh, laying over Grams's body, and she's just like catching him up on the weeks goings on. Yeah, she's like gossiping about what's happening in she's town. Just like, I think Jen still likes Dawson. I think she still has feelings for him. Right. <laughs> and Jen hears that part because she's yeah, walking by. She comes in, and Jen just is like, "Goodbye, Grams." And then she walks out, and then <laughs> Grams is like, "Goodbye, Joey." Jen. You're sorry. Goodbye, Jen. <laughs> and Grams loses her mind. She's like, oh, Jen, come here. Come yeah, yeah, here, yeah. Come here. Like, because he's been in a coma this whole time. This whole time. Yeah. 
And and she's like, so what I was saying is like, I don't understand what this illness is mm-hmm. that he has, that he's like not on a tube feeder or anything. But right. he's like, sorry, not to be too into it, but no, it whatever. definitely doesn't make sense. No. If you're in hospice in a coma at your house, that's like end of life. Yeah. Like <laughs> he would have already been dead. Yeah. Totally. Um, but whatever. Okay. Whatever. Suspension of disbelief. We're not supposed We're gonna, to know that stuff. Yeah, you sorry. Know, whatever. Yeah, don't, um, don't think too hard about it. Okay. So then in the school hallway, Dawson and Jen are like walking and she's super excited and she's like she's telling she's Dawson like, that she's like, this big cloud has been lifted off yeah. my shoulders and like Gramps is in the hospital getting tests. Yeah. So no one's home tonight. Like, let's go out. I want to go do something yeah. and like celebrate. Like, celebrate, you know? And he's like, oh, I've got plans with Joey. Yeah. And he's like, I guess I could bag if, like, you want. And I'm like, what slang is <laughs> that this? Mean? Stop trying to make bag happen, Dawson. <laughs> oh, my God. What, what does that even that? mean? I, well, uh, this was not 90s slang. I don't know what bag is. Well, I mean, 90s slang bag means fuck. <laughs> true. True, true, so, true, 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 true. I don't know. Maybe he just like no one explained to him what bag meant. <laughs> and he thought he meant just like cancel or back uh-huh, out. Uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> oh, you canceled or backed out on that girl. Okay. No. No, he backed her. He backed her. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Anyways, it doesn't make sense. Anywho, Joey Joey walks up. <laughs> that aside, Joey walks up and looks like looks very like she's far away. She's, she's like like not. almost didn't even recognize them, and they yeah. were like Joey, hey, and she's like like in a daze. She's like oh oh hey guys. Hey. She's also wearing a sweater vest that looks like it's out of Dawson's closet. <laughs> Maybe it is. <laughs> I was like they're uh, friends. They wear sweater vests. They have so much like, in girl, common. Girl, that's what her vest is really. It's oh, awful. Oh, God. It's awful. Okay. Okay. So. And she, she just like. She's like, how do you get a passport? <laughs> Which is so cute. Yeah, it is. And he's like, apparently Miss Tringle let her know that some random girl had a scholarship to go study in France and she dropped out to stay with her boyfriend and they had to pick someone else and it's Joey. Sounds good. What's happening here? Well, sounds legit. What's happening here? Wait, do high schools study have scholarships to study abroad in France? I, I mean, we there was like we would have. I remember every year there would be like a seminar and they'd give you a pamphlet and you could go study abroad. But it was like a for profit school thing where you pay like some you know outside source. Yeah, my my best friend in high school, Tanya, um, studied abroad in Chile for yeah. six months. Yeah, and then like our. So school- I remember begging my parents, like, "Come on, which one's the cheapest one? Estonia? Yeah. I'm in. Can I do this, please?" No. Sue Hensley would have never. She had would that. never. No. They would not let no, me. No. My uncle, my mom's brother, studied abroad in high school. Oh wow! And and they had um some people studying abroad stay with them. Oh cool, that's really cool. But they didn't let us do that. No. <laughs> Um, our my high school had like a Europe trip in the summer that you could right, like pay right, right, into, right. and like I went on that. You like paid a, a num whatever a certain amount of money. Yeah, and they like it was like a one of a those travel trips. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, totally, exactly. But yeah, no, no but apparently abroad. there's this uh studying abroad yeah. program. Mm-hmm. Like we're just gonna go with it. And Jen is like ecstatic for Joey. Oh Jen my is, god, like, Jen is so a good friend. So I wrote. I know that 1998, Julia. She thought that Jen was like, yes, fucking get this bitch out of here. Like, <laughs> oh my God. I'm so sorry about 1998. Yeah, yeah. She had some issues. <laughs> um, but, um, because so, like she wanted Dawson like that's how I mm. felt. And I think that's how the show is like sort of trying to set Jen uh, up a little bit. 
but 2020, 2020 Julia is like, Michelle, that is how a fucking friend behaves. Michelle Williams is like, I'm not having this. I know. <laughs> and she plays it totally differently. Yeah, she did. Good job, Michelle. Yeah, because she's just like, oh my God, Joey, that is so amazing. That right. is so cool. Right. And Dawson, Dawson no, decidedly does not react the same uh, way. Unsupportive, green with envy. Wait, slow down. You're going to France? That's <laughs> what he says. <laughs> Fuck you, Dawson. And Joey's like, I don't know. I have two days to decide. And then if I do go, I leave in two weeks. And I just want to say that I am very stressed out about I know. about the fact that she does not have a passport. No, no, seriously. Because like you in LA, you can go get same day passport, but you have to have a special office that lets you do that. Yeah, Cape Side decidedly does, does not have that. that. I think there's like five in the whole US. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe if you're lucky, it's in Boston. Maybe. Maybe. Oh, man. Oh, man. Joey, I'm so stressed for you. Yeah, yeah, this is very nerve wracking. Okay. And you don't even know where to begin. Yeah. I mean, first of all, I don't know if the scholarship covers the fee and it's quite large. Yeah, it is. To get a passport. Yeah, it is. Yeah. So so then Joey leaves and Jen is like, oh, my God, it would be so great if Joey got to do this. Yeah. True. And Dawson puts on the worst acting ever and (laughs) is like, oh, yeah, why not? Yeah, that would I why would. Okay. Oh, fuck you. Fuck awesome. Oh, my it God. sucks so bad. And so then we're at the ice house. Yeah. And Joey's talking to Bessie and she's like, I don't know what to do. Yeah. Like, you know, and Bessie's just like, I mean, it's an honor to be chosen. Right. You know, and like, it's sweet, but it also shows why Joey wants to get out because. Yeah. Bessie's like, you were chosen. That's all that matters. <laughs> Joey's <laughs> like, no, no, no. Like, I want the experience. I want to be chosen and then go. Yeah. yeah. You know, and like. Uh, yeah, and and you know, I mean, it's good. Bessie's super supportive, and well, and good. I said it's not mean at all. I said like Bessie says that she's proud of Joey, yeah. and I was like, God, just tell people that you're proud of them. Like, good. <laughs> I'm glad that like, like your sister, your friends, whoever, when yeah. someone like does something, like act like Jen, like that's amazing. Yeah. That's so dope. Like, I'm stoked yeah. for you. Totally. <laughs> like, <laughs> come on. And then so so. Bessie's like, I'm so proud of you. And you know who else will be proud of you? Dad. Dad. And we're like, wait, what? And Joey's like, excuse me? (laughs) Why would I see dad? Wait, incarcerated dad? Is that the dad we're talking about? (laughs) What's going on here? And Bessie's like, don't tell me you forgot. And Joey's like, uh, what? And Bessie's like, we promised we were going to alternate birthdays. And I went fucking last year. So this is your year to go. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Fuck. And she's like, Dude. if you don't go, I'll make you regret it. Like yeah. she and she kind of like yells it. Yeah. I was like, Bessie, calm down. Yeah. I like I get both sides of it a little bit. Like I get that, like, okay, we're literally only going once a year. Yeah. And yeah, like yeah. it's or your every year. other year. <laughs> yeah. Every other year. Yeah. And it's your fucking turn. And yeah. I like I get that. And I get that like sometimes in families you have to do things you absolutely do not want right. to do got it but like also joey is like so uncomfortable about this i mean a lot of this is weird um a lot of it because like why would she send her daughter or her sister to jail alone prison (laughs) prison just like it's weird it's hard because like we're supposed to suspend suspend this fully for so long because like i don't know what it's like to have anyone in prison right 
No, me neither. So, so well, and Bessie says, like, you know, I get that you're still mad at him. I'm mad at him, too. But, like, just fucking tell him that when you go. Yeah. You know, he's our dad. You have to go. And then Joey says the cheesiest line of the season. Huh. Are you ready? Yeah. Yeah. Our father who art in prison. <laughs> Bessie's like, he's our father. And Joey says, our father who art in prison. <laughs> Oh, man. Yeah. Well, you know, they're exploring religion throughout this whole series, no, too. No, that was that one was unforgivable. <laughs> that was a cardinal bad. sin. It's pretty bad. Uh-huh. So then Pacey is riding his bike up the street and the song that's playing just, just says, sad, lonely boy. Oh, <laughs> my like, God. Are we right on the nose about all of this? Oh, wow. Oh, God. And Dougie pulls him over. Yep. Doug pulls him over. And their dad is pissed and he's looking for Pacey. Yeah. Because well, Doug found him. So why couldn't you, police chief? <laughs> okay. 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 That's that's a question. Um, Pacey's failing all of his classes. Well, he failed all his midterms. He failed all his midterms. Yeah. And so, and you know, they're like, we're on, you're on failing watch. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's so twisted that they're pissed and not like, let's get you a tutor. Let's look out for you. What's going on here? That's what I say. That's what I said. I said, you know, perhaps you should be um, worried about the grades that your son's getting and like what that means. Yeah. Not just that he's failed. He failed his midterms. But like, why did he fail his midterms? Yeah. Like, what's going on here? Mm -hmm. Do you need extra help? Do you need someone to advocate for you? Like. And he says, like, Doug says, you know, his stat- his status as the town loser is something the Witter family could live without. <sighs> and he says one day he's going to be tired of being a joke and it's going to be too late. This the, That Pacey is going to be a bad punchline that no one is laughing at. And I just was like, oh, my God. Like, hey, this kid is fucking 15. Oh, my God. It's 15. so dark. And be like, you can see on Pacey's face that this affects him. Like, yeah. whatever, whatever wall he, you know, might be able to build up against, mm-hmm. like, the fact that his family is fucking shitty. Yeah. Um, it's not there yet. Yeah. He, it, it affects him deeply. And also, like, this whole, like, idea that he's, like, the town fuck up is furthered by his family. Right. His family actually has the power to correct that. Right. <laughs> town-wide opinion of him right but they further it they're like yeah he's fucked up we don't give a fuck about him it's so mean it's so terrible horrible yeah and then doug leaves and so does pacey oh my god it's so bad yeah it's bad so dawson and joey go to buy um tickets to see bus tickets so they can go see joey's dad yeah (laughs) and dawson is in those corduroy pants (laughs) that are like in every ad Uh for season one Okay. I think yeah, this yeah, is yeah, the yeah, first totally. time we've seen them. But oh my God, they're just a monstrosity. <laughs> I mean, and I, I definitely remember that we were wearing that kind of corduroy pant mm-hmm. um, with a sort of thick corduroy, right. not the thin in the 90s. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh man. It was just like oof, a lot of baggy. Oof, 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 oof. <laughs> I mean, this is a lot because in the West Coast, we don't take buses long distance. Yeah, that's true. You do. <laughs> When we were 15? No. No. It's weird. Yeah. I know they do it like things are just closer on the East Coast. Yeah. The West Coast, we don't do that. Anyway, Joey says she hasn't seen her dad in two years. Yeah. And and then she gives this speech where she says about this this time of year, two years ago, he was caught trafficking marijuana 
Um, Joey caught him trafficking marijuana and cheating on her dying mother with a bleach blonde cocktail waitress. So now we know that Joey's mom didn't die all that long ago. Yeah. Um, and then Dawson asks um, if she's decided about France. Yeah. And he's and she's like, man, I'm still weighing it for fantasy elements. And I said, is Dawson the fantasy element? <laughs> God, I fucking hope not. <laughs> Oh, God. It's well, no, but he finally becomes He's a like, good friend. He's like, it's an incredible opportunity. Yeah. And um, she asks if he would, what he would do if she left. Yeah. And he jokes about suicide. Yeah. And like, then he's like, if Paris would make you happy, then I'd be happy for you. I don't and believe you. That's, that's also not what Joey wants to hear. I don't believe you. It's also like a platitude. Like, it's not one that I necessarily have a problem with the sentiment behind. Like, I do think that you should say things like that to your friends. Like, if that's what's going to make mm-hmm. you happy, then do it. But like... But that's not even the question. He's like, she's like, how would you feel if I left? Right. I know that's not the question. Yeah. But like, my thing with that and why I think it lands so like awkwardly mm-hmm. or badly is like, they're not having a conversation about feelings. Right. You know... I mean, I think it sound, lands badly because Dawson doesn't care if anyone else is happy. He only <laughs> cares true. about his own happiness. That's true. But so, so they're at prison and they missed visiting. Okay, so the bus just straight up drops him off in front of the prison. In front of a prison. What's happening? Again, I've never been to any kind of detention center. Uh-huh. Um, that is a privilege, but uh, I've never. So what's happening here? Yeah, it feels like the bus doesn't drop you off right in front. <laughs> no. It feels like there's not usually bus stops right in front of prison. I have no idea. Yeah, you might got to maybe have to walk a little bit. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, but but this one does. Yeah. And, and um, there's like a little kiosk with a man sitting in it. Mm-hmm. And he's like, you miss visiting hours. <laughs> oh, man. And, I mean, if your goal is to go on a bus long distance to visit someone in prison, wouldn't you check on the visiting hours? You would think. Or wouldn't Bessie say the visiting hours are between noon and five? One would think. Okay. But that doesn't move the plot of this show. Okay. And she, he's like, what do you mean? What am I supposed to do? And the guy's like, the visiting hours are over. This is I not my problem. I'm a civil servant. I am unhelpful. Or he's whatever. Well, I mean, he's a prison guard. And like the, his job is not to necessarily to be helpful. It's just yeah. to like do whatever. <laughs> um, And so. And Dawson's like, look, if you want, I'll come back with you tomorrow. Yeah. We'll stay here <laughs> in this whatever, wherever we are. No, he says you'll take the bus back with her tomorrow. Oh, right. And she's like. I'm not going to take the bus all day tomorrow. And you're like, yeah, what? Why wouldn't you just stay there the night? Right. So then they do. But then I was like, well, they're 15. How could they stay the night? Right. But they do. But they somehow get a hotel room. A motel room. Without a credit card. It's called the Loveless Motel. Oh, I didn't even notice that. Yeah. (laughs) That's hilarious. It's called the Loveless Motel. I, I mean, uh, there that is this whole thing is a lot to wrap your head around. It's a lot. It, back then, was it was it required that you had a credit card? I feel like there was a certain point. It where was it required. You were eighteen. Yeah, that is true. Hey, have an ID. Have an ID. I don't know. I don't know. Whatever. Okay. Yeah. But anyways, a- Dawson's getting off the phone with his mom, and he's like, "Joey, I told my mom to tell Bessie we're staying in a hotel." I mean, just like the no, absolutely no supervision. I know, and it's like, what? She doesn't have to tell Bessie. Whatever. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Anyways, uh, whatever. Okay. They have a hotel. What? I had literally wrote, "What? How is this happening?" <laughs> <laughs> the okay. Loveless Motel. Okay. 
So and then Dawson's like, <laughs> uh, "We're gonna sleep in the same bed," and she's like, "Yeah, there's, there's literally only one bed, whatever." And yeah. he's like, "It's the first time we've slept together in a foreign bed." <laughs> what? <laughs> I mean, he's. It's just so awkward. Like they're so awkward it's around each so other. So weird. Yeah, and and Dawson like so they get into bed. Mm-hmm. And Dawson's like, they're laying there and Dawson like, like almost immediately shoots up and is like, like I'm going to sleep on the floor. And she's like, no, no, no. It's, it's fucking freezing. cold. You're yeah. going to sleep on the floor. That doesn't make sense. Yeah. Like, you know. And then like, she's like, what's the big deal, Dawson? We've been sleeping in the same bed for years. Yeah. And then she just like straight up asks him like, what is going on? Yeah. What's your deal? What is this? Yeah. And he just like spins around in circles and like is just like... He can't get to the point about it. Right. And that is kind of his thing. Right? <laughs> he can never find the climax. He oh God. <laughs> <laughs> and she just Excuse calls me. him out. She just kind of like, what are you so scared of? Yeah. And he's like, I don't know. Yeah. So like she's asks him what he's so scared of because what he has said to her is basically like he's like, what's going on between us? Mm-hmm. And and she's like, you know, I'm trying to we're trying to figure it out. And like neither of them really want to say, yeah, like, I have feelings for you. Right. And like I said that the 15 year old me like knows exactly how scary it is to like yeah. to I've said that before, like to, right, to, right, right. to give your feelings out. And like, but my thing is like, the, what the 36 year old me, I'm now 36. I had a birthday. Um, <laughs> what the 36 year old me um, is like looks at is yeah. like, you know, whatever this is, is not working clearly. Right. Like you're just fucking awkward around each yeah. other and like cannot yeah. function together. Like, so, so how is, how is like saying what you feel going to be worse than whatever this fucking situation I know, is? Yeah. You know, and I think at 15, that's hard, a hard thing to see. Right. At, you know. Um, and I mean, like, ultimately she's already revealed, like, look, I thought I wanted you to look at me this one way, but then when you did that, I, I it wasn't it what I was, it yeah. wasn't what I wanted. And I just want you to see me and like, like me for me, you know? So all he has to say is like, you know what? I think even though it was awoken in seeing you in a dress with lipstick, I think I do like you. (laughs) Right. Well, and he says that his heart and his head are incompatible. Like his heart is feeling one thing and his head is feeling a different thing. We don't know what those two things are. He does not say. Yeah. Um, But like he's scared of like what will happen if those don't like meet up. Mm hmm. Which, like, that seems like a fair point to me. Like, I think that there are times when your heart and your head are no, in two that's separate That's what this places. whole season has been about. Totally. And that's when Joey asks him what he's so scared of. Yeah. Right? And he's like... And she kind of, like, asks it, and he's silent, and she just turns over and, like, right. is like, fuck you, like, I'm going to sleep. Yeah, because ultimately he's just being lazy. We spent this whole season with people being like... Joey likes you. Joey likes you. Joey likes you. And he's like, no, 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 no. And then he's like, oh, I like her maybe. And then she's kind of box a little. And then like he hasn't really developed what he it even meant to him last episode. Right. He he hasn't even given any time to it. Yeah. And I think like he hasn't. Yeah. that I mean, that's the thing, right? Is that it's like for someone who's so analytical mm-hmm. and who supposedly is thinking so much. He's not really 
I mean, he's he seems to have done. I, I like what you said that he seems to have done no work. Yeah. <laughs> like, hello. She's not the one that has to do all the work. So, so then we then go, we go to the hospital mm-hmm. and Jen's waiting in the hospital. And Graham says like the tests seem to be going well. And Graham thinks it was the daily prayer that helped him recover. Right. And then Jen is like, well, you know, I'm happy that he's doing okay, but I'm don't doubt know it's prayer. the prayer. And um, she's like, <laughs> you know, and they kind of banter. And- well, Graham says, you know, God has a hand in all good things. Yeah. And Jen says, so he had nothing to do with, with war, war, famine, or AIDS. Yeah. <laughs> and then she's like, you know what? I don't want to fight. Yeah. Like, I'm sorry. Gram- I'm glad Gramps is better. Let's enjoy it in our own ways. Which yeah. is like so adult. Yeah. <laughs> so Dawson tries to leave Joey alone with her dad. And she's like, fuck, no. <laughs> like, that is not happening. And her dad is kind of shocked that she's there. Yeah. He did not expect her to come. He creepily says, Joey, you're beautiful. and he thought that she might have come the other night but he didn't want to get his hopes up and she's just like visibly pissed and is very short with him she's like i'm here aren't i like what more do you fucking want from me you know um and he asks like he asks her about school and she's like that's what you want to talk about and then he's like well what do you want to talk about i'll talk about anything yeah you know and 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 he's like, I don't know. I, I get where she's coming from that she's like, yeah, 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 pissed. Totally. Totally get it. I get where he's coming from too. He doesn't know what he's fucking doing. He's in prison. Like, it's so well, hard. Well, and he's like, I miss my family. And here you are, a member of my family. Yeah. I don't expect us to necessarily have some like nice, great conversation, but yeah. like, I'm glad you're here. He's yeah. basically just like, I'm glad you're here and you, you're beautiful. Yeah. She's like, because if know, you think- he's like, what do you want to talk about? And she's like, do you miss mom? <laughs> And he's kind of like, I mean, I get lonely here. I miss you. I miss your sister. Like, it's fucking hard mm-hmm. <laughs> in prison. Um, ugh, and then God. she kind of throws it in his face. She's like, you know what? I'm going to I'm going to be in France in the few weeks. And if I'm going to France. And like the family that you miss is fucking over. Yeah. And then she walks out. Yeah. And she's like, you know, she just wants none of it. And And there's a part of me that's like, Joey. <laughs> You got on a bus. You went all the way there. You stayed a night in a motel to do that. Yeah. There's like a part of me. And then there's a part of me that like gets it. Like sometimes you show up somewhere and all of the emotions come at you and you're like, fuck, yeah. I got to get out of here. <laughs> Parental relationships are fucking difficult. Yeah, they, are. <laughs> they never get. Well, they do get better because you manage them. Yeah, but they're always but hard. they're always hard. It's yeah. very, very hard yeah. relationship to yeah. have, you know. Sure. So I completely. I think she's being immature, but I completely sympathize with her. I mean, who isn't, man? Yeah. No, no, no. I just yeah. 100% yeah, sympathize me too. with her. Me too. And and Dawson so goes Dawson to go stayed. after her. Yeah. And then Mr. Potter kind uh-huh. of goes, wait, Dawson, tell me yeah. about, come back here. Please. Will you tell me about my daughter? Like, yeah. tell me anything. Yeah. You know, he's just like, wants to know. And this is the scene in 1998 where you're supposed to be like, oh, 1998 Julia was all about this scene I mean uh, you know listen 2020 Julia I I, I know I know you don't have a ton of space for Dawson Uh I have a little bit more Uh I mean I don't have a ton of it but Uh I have a little bit more Mm -hmm. and my thing is like I think the look on his face and how like pleased he is to be able to talk about joey and in this moment he really does just talk about joey and like tells 
tells you see how much he knows about her mm-hmm. you see how like proud he is to be her friend and to know her and like you know the things he says is he's like you know here's he kind of says like here's all the things i love about her mm-hmm. without saying that yeah, exactly yeah, yeah. he's like she's so great like look at all these things she's a big old scaredy cat but she like challenges me and she's so wonderful and she's beautiful and she's beautiful and she's smart. but she, yeah and and so and he's really like friend and so he's like I think in that moment, you know, sort of being like, you know, yeah, I actually do love all these things. It's yeah, not no, just about the hair and makeup. I do love all those. No, things. No, that's what I mean is in 1998, you're supposed to be like, oh, see, he's saying to her dad what he should have been saying to her well, and, so- and like revealing all these things about her, you know, and he's like. She's my best friend. I'm a dreamer. I couldn't live without her. She's um, a realist. Yeah. She's a real, you know, she's my everything. Right. And and I get I get that like he should say that to her. Yeah. But I also think that like there's a way in which I he's never articulated that mm-hmm. out loud before and like the safety of saying it to someone who like literally is, is like prison. is in prison. <laughs> yeah. This guy is yeah, like yeah, not yeah. going to go talk to anyone. Yeah. The idea that he gets to sort of say that out loud yeah i think like there's a way in which you see like how he yeah no this is the exact moment you realize dawson loves her yeah like that yeah in that way yeah yeah and and so then we cut like immediately cut back to the dock outside of dawson's house mm-hmm. and um they're walking down the dock and yeah. joey's like you have not said anything since we left this prison yeah <laughs> what is going on <laughs> Dawson's like super old boys clubs like you gotta forgive your dad (laughs) well he's like (laughs) yeah he's like you shouldn't have left you you should forgive him and Uh Joey like kind of snaps and is like I don't need a fucking lecture from you yeah hard pass totally I mean I just to state a setback the bar in America we set for fathers is so twisted (laughs) yeah like seriously if you stick around that's all that matters to be a father yeah it's so dark the amount yeah. of hours Greg Hensley put in is like that. It I can't. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. You know? So like the way we just like, I mean, we have a problem just the way we are with men in general, but just like, he's your dad. Yeah. Fuck that. What does yeah. that even mean? You yeah. know, like it's so sad. Uh, I agree. I agree. I think, you know, I was lucky to have a, a really great dad, yeah. um, you know, and, and we had our problems and of our course. fights and everything yeah, yeah, like yeah. that. But like, you know, he was he he was around and he and he was supportive even when he wasn't around. Yeah, he was supportive. Yeah. And, you know, I think he didn't have to have your best friend tell you who you were. He did not. No, <laughs> no, no. Dawson says to, that Joey, he's like, you should really deal with him. You should deal with your dad. And Joey's like, I fucking deal with him every day. I deal with the choices yeah. that he made every day. And yeah. I think like she's so wise in that moment. Mm-hmm. And he's so like obtuse. I mean, you know, he's just privileged. Like yeah. you haven't had to deal with this. Yeah. You know, even if your parents are divorced, like I don't know. First of all, we haven't seen him in like five episodes yeah. or something like that. <laughs> and second of all, second of all, like you know, they're you're cared for. Like you're, yeah. you know, you're not out there on your own. Like, no, Mitch was sitting there as Pacey was singing Frank Sinatra. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. You oh, know? Mitch and Gail were in. Yeah, the they were in the episode. last episode. Sorry. You know, like. They just like, weren't together. They participate yeah. in their lives, you know, and yeah. like, um, 
it's it's very hard to listen to Dawson lecture Joey. Totally. This, you know, though, the one wise thing he says is that, like, you should tell him, like, all the shit, like the shit that you're feeling, mm-hmm. like that you have to deal with his shit, even though he's not there. Mm-hmm. Like, you should tell him that, mm-hmm. which, like, you know, that's not bad advice. Yeah. I mean, it, it's whatever. <laughs> it's not. But I mean, it doesn't need to be said right then. Yeah. Um. And and the other thing that I think that's good that he says to her is like, you have to deal with this, like your feelings of anger and resentment towards him. Otherwise, it's going to hang around you. Yeah. Because that actually is true. Like, yeah. But just you should be in therapy, Joey. No, no, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> like confronting her father over like her life. I don't know if it necessarily will make her feel good <laughs> in the absence of therapy. <laughs> Uh, oh yeah i mean a hard agree hard agree like it's therapy like, should be involved i don't know in if this. i necessarily think this is the best advice i think that like her anger she's holding needs to be addressed you yes know? yes um yes. and in a way that you know with the expert <laughs> professional, <laughs> with <a> professional. <laughs> and so then she sort of tells dawson like i'm gonna go to france he's like yeah I'm yeah going to Paris. i want to start It'll over give me time to clear my head and to think and whatever and dawson's like you're gonna run away that is not a good option and she says give me one reason why i should stay and he does not <laughs> she's like ask me to stay she does ask she does ask dawson to ask her to stay yeah (laughs) and then she gets in her boat and she rows away (laughs) it's so funny (laughs) so grams is praying over grams and jen asks what's wrong yeah and grams had another stroke another stroke he's in the icu and his heart wasn't strong enough to keep him awake yeah and Jen starts freaking out. Yeah. And and so Jen is like, so Grams is like, you know, pray with me. Jen. When prayer is the most important. And Jen's like, how can prayer change anything? Like th- that doesn't, that's not. Yeah. We don't have any control over what's happening. Yeah. And she's like, prayer doesn't, Grams is like, prayer doesn't change God. Prayer changes me. Which I think is a cool concept, but I also yeah. think it is not the concept that Grams has been touting for the past 13 episodes. I mean, I completely agree. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I, I actually like that. I like that definition of prayer. I mean, it's kind of a little bit of a spoiler, but I've hated on Grams this whole season. Yeah. And then I really like Grams as a character, yeah. as someone who's seen the whole series, you know? Yeah. And so it was hard to get through her. I agree. This season. I agree. And um, this is an episode where you see a real shift. Even with her talking to Cliff about Cliff, it mm -hmm. was interesting. That kind of you see this little change in her Mm -hmm. um, in the Scare episode. But uh, even her recounting the week to Gramps Mm -hmm. and being like, oh, I think Jen still has feelings for Dawson. Like you kind of see her just being like a which is more well-rounded and like kind of a caring person, yeah, you know, and she like softens a lot more. I agree. It's like her, her rigorous religion is like, they're like, okay, if we're going to have this religious character where we're exploring like a religious, um, you know, through line of childhood, then we, we should be so obviously fucked up. Yeah. No, I agree. And I, I, you know, my thing is like, listen i grew up in the 90s i, I know what the westboro baptist yeah. church does like i don't need to see a fucked up portrayal of christians like i know how christians can be fucked up yeah no you want to see a more nuanced and complicated one yeah and one that's like you know okay let's grapple with like people not believing or believing and 
and let's grapple with what it means to like what it means to like raise a granddaughter who is an atheist as someone who's deeply religious and and my thing is like i love it when we get these insights into like what this religion gives to grams Mm -hmm. you know like what what it like offers her in in like solace and community Mm -hmm. and in these kinds of things and in these kinds of situations yeah the strength that gives her through hard times yeah 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 no i mean this is a more like a just a more uh interesting and like a good thing to watch on tv in terms of like a spiritual awakening or a a spirit you know just like how one defines their own spirituality you know and when it's so black and white like previously where it's like she's racist she's sexist she's classist she's like generally she's just kind of shitty you're like well i don't really give a fuck because you're a abhorrent person (laughs) you're right like i don't want to be involved so i don't care about this you know Mm -hmm. and it i I did find this interesting because this is when we seen her, her character switch. And I was thinking about it in terms of like how there was that op-ed that just came out, you know, with the Christianity Today or whatever that. Oh, the one like tearing, saying that Trump's no not good. Christian, mm-hmm. you know, and mm-hmm. then there's this real debate in like the evangelical Christian community right now of like, <laughs> remember who your father is. Right. Don't tie yourself to someone who's no good, you know. Right. And they're really having this discussion because like. It, you know, it's like we've said throughout, like young people are like, no, we can't get on board with this. Right. Like, who cares about gay marriage? Well, and, you know, I'm just going to speak from very personal experience was that like I had a friend who was um, in high school, uh, was from a very religious family, um, actually a couple and who two in particular who were gay. Mm-hmm. And like one of them is one of the people I knew that moved out of their parents' house, yeah, uh, like so as a teenager. Yeah. Um, and another, like, I remember when he came out and my mom was like, if this boy needs a place to stay, like, mm-hmm. you know, we yeah. will we will take him in. And and we didn't have extra room, really. Yeah, yeah. But my mom was like, don't care. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You, you know, we'll figure it out. Yeah. Um, but tell him he can come here. Yeah. And he, for all intents and purposes, ended up moving out of his parents' house, like, at 17, which I did, too. But, like, we were still in high school when he moved out of yeah, it. Yeah, You know? And so my thing is, like, to watch that, to watch what – just because, like, these parents had this belief, um, to watch these kids then have to, like, be thrust out, to me, like, that's really hard then to get – Yeah. That's really hard then to, like, go and and find solace in a place like that. Right. And it just – it just feels like counter to the teachings of Christ. It does. And, you know, and and I don't know that I would necessarily be a person who found solace in a place like that. But mm-hmm. I think like there are a lot of people who would. Yeah. That sort of get alienated from it. And so, right. I, so I like that. Well, in terms of these parents that are fucked up to their kids. Right. You know, you need to find the teaching in the Bible that gives you strength to handle this. It's this hard walk you're going on with your own faith you know you don't turn your back on your fucking child right and i think and i think like for me you know what's so interesting and and i've said this over and over again about how much i love this jen and graham story Mm -hmm. and i think i've said before that graham's actually becomes one of my really favorite characters Mm -hmm. i really like graham's um but it's hard this first season has been very hard to get through with her real bad yeah and and i and i like this part because i think it shines such a light into like where her faith is Mm -hmm. rather than where these like external things that don't really matter Mm -hmm. to to her faith. Like it's, it seems like 
I don't have another word for it other than dogma, um, mm-hmm. but it seems sort of dogmatic, right? Like, yeah, oh, yeah, well, yeah. you know, we believe all of this stuff, too, even though that's not what's in the Bible. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, listen, Catholic adjacent here. I know all about yeah, the dogma. Yeah, yeah, totally. But um, so then we go over the ice house. Oh, my God. At closing time. I mean, broke my heart. OK, so- like, I feel like the rest of this episode, my heart is in a puddle on the goddamn floor. <laughs> So Pacey comes to the ice house and Joey's cleaning up and she's like, the kitchen's closed. And he's like, can you just help me? I don't want to have to eat with the Stepford family. And she's like, all right, there might be something I can scrape together. She says there might be some rat droppings behind the fridge. (laughs) (laughs) And he's like, that's better than going to my house. And she's like, whoa. For a moment, I had a wave of sympathy strike <laughs> over me. I'm sure it'll pass. Yeah. <laughs> and and, and Paisley's like... he just like... He's like, look, you're always honest with me. So when was I designated the town loser? And he's like, you know, why am I an embarrassment to my whole family? Oh, my God. And Joey's like... And, and Joey kind of like looks at him and is like well at least your family isn't embarrassed isn't an embarrassment yeah so do you think this is why pacey went to joey maybe yeah because dawson's supposed to be his best friend right he knows dawson but i think there's a way that like yeah yeah that's true but i think there's a way that like pacey and joey know how similar they are yeah you know like i think there's a kinship between them where they Mm -hmm. feel it like i think it's i think it's unspoken but i think they feel it and yeah yeah, sure they razz each other and whatever Mm -hmm. but i think pacey probably yeah i mean knows that like joey will understand yeah and so and so then she tells him she just got back from seeing her dad yeah you know like yeah and they're like so, in this so they're like bonding you know yeah. and and he's like oh my god whoa how did that go yeah and she just tells him that fathers are twisted and it was like whatever and he says this horrible story yeah he tells a story where his dad like reamed him out for yeah. striking out at the bottom of the ninth in a base in like a, a peewee baseball pe- game yeah when he was eight yeah and his dad was just like, you ruined the game. <laughs> just like lays into him. Right. And he says the next day in the kitchen, he overheard his dad tell Doug. Well, at least I have you. Yeah. And Pacey's like, I just wish I didn't hear that. Yeah. And and Joey tells Joey basically gives the advice that Dawson gave her, which mm-hmm. is like, you've got to tell your dad that he hurt you. Uh huh. You know. And then Pacey's like, is that what you did to your dad? Mm-hmm. And she's like, no. No, but I'm going to. Yeah. And she's like, he's like, can you get your dad's car? Can you steal your dad's car? And he's like, I would like, I would prefer to use the term borrow, not steal, but <laughs> yes. So why do you think she takes the advice when Pacey says it and not when Dawson says it? Um, I think Pacey, I think it's easier to take advice like that from someone who is going through the same thing. Mm-hmm. You know, I think. I think it's sometimes hard to take advice from someone who, you know, obviously Dawson's not at the point he was at the beginning of the series where he had the perfect life, Mm -hmm. you know, but he's he hasn't had that much sort of strife. And Pacey and Joey are in a really similar position, right? Mm -hmm. Like, like it's a little different. Obviously, the, the, the like details are different, but like for all intents and purposes, they have like an estranged father figure. Yeah. They 
we don't really know anything about Pacey's mom, but we don't hear anything about her. <laughs> we know she certainly does not stand up for her son. Right. And, and you know, so like maybe an estranged dish mother figure or, or a mother figure that's not exactly in the picture, mm-hmm. you know, for Pacey. And one I mean, that's definitely not for Joey. Yeah. Probably like an abused mother. <laughs> I mean, yeah, we, I, I, I don't want to speculate, but yeah. like, yeah. Um, and then like, you know, I think, I think hearing it from him, particularly when he's coming to her saying, mm-hmm. And when she's giving the advice to him. Right. She's like, oh, that is what you should do. Oh, that is good advice. (laughs) I think it's easier. Yeah. So, um, so she's like, yeah. And so, yeah. Uh, So we cut over to Jen and she's sitting over Gramps' body and it's really sad. Yeah. He's in the ICU. He's got a ventilator. Yeah. She's holding his hand. This is where I started crying. Yeah, me too. Yeah. (laughs) And she just wants him to smile at her and uncomplicate her life the way that he used to. Mm-hmm. It's really hard. It's hard. So, so we get back to the prison and like again, visiting hours are over. Yeah, because it's the middle of the night. <laughs> okay. So the same dude's like, same thing I told her the other day. Visiting hours are over and like there's nothing we can do. And Pacey's like, okay, wait here. And he goes off and he talks to another guard and then the guard comes to Joey and is like, all right, follow me. <laughs> Joey's like, how much did you give him? 20 bucks. Wait, what? <laughs> 20 bucks. Uh, Pacey bribed a guard. Are we supposed to suspend disbelief about this? $20? <laughs> okay, whatever. Yep. Okay. <laughs> Twenty dollars in nineteen ninety eight went a long way, Aaron. I guess. Yeah, just, that's like I don't think that's four true. hours of minimum wage, right? Yeah. Oh God. Um, and then so in Dawson's room, it's gonna start cutting back and forth now. Oh yeah. and um so in Dawson's room, Jen climbs in the window yeah. and, and is like first time she's ever climbed in the window. Yeah. First time she's ever climbed in the window. And she's like, I usually go through the f- front door, but can I come in? Yeah. And she's like, my grandfather isn't doing very well. And I feel like I feel- I'm losing everyone. Right. And and she tells Dawson, like, she misses him. And, and you know, it's partially her fault because she blew it and she pushed him away. She's freaking out. Yeah. And she's like, can I sleep here tonight like Joey does Yeah, as friends? And Dawson sort of very hesitantly agrees. Yeah. Ugh, I feel for her. It's I like too. they've always wanted to change positions, Jen and Joey. Yeah. And she's like, let's stay as friends. But then she cuddles with him. But first, the opening of Sarah McLaughlin's Angel starts to play. Oh my God. I'm, listen, they blew the, from here on out, they blew the music budget. This is like all, the music is amazing. And this lasts like however long, 15 minutes or whatever. Yeah. I mean, just it's in my brain. This is like one of the most iconic 20 minute, 15 minutes in like television history. Mm. Like the, 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 you're gonna I'm gonna tell you every song when it changes. Yeah. But the song choice, the like Well Sarah Angel, it uh-huh. means someone died in every nineties show. But not this well, no one's dead. Oh, okay. No one's dead. Uh-huh. So um but it starts to play and Dawson lays down and Jen curls up into him. So not exactly like Dawson and Joey. Yeah. And she starts crying. Oh my god. Like crying. It's so heartbreaking. Yeah. She's like sobbing. Oh my God. And Dawson's like awkwardly holding her. He's like, uh. he's like, it's going to be okay, Jen. It's going to be okay. His face is so awkward. Yeah. What I said is like, I love this scene with Jen. And then the next scene with Joey, 
because like what this show did so well is like every single one of these people feels like they don't belong. Yeah. And I feel like this is where you really see it. Yeah. Jen is like does not belong, but she is trying so hard to force herself into this friendship with Dawson. And in doing so, it's like, well, maybe we should date again. Maybe we should, you know, she's really confused. And I, I have a lot of room for Jen yeah. in that confusion here. Yeah, yeah. Particularly what we know about her past. like, And she's admitted she didn't have any friends that were girls. So yeah. she's like always been someone's girlfriend. Like that's been, you know, right. her place in a social circle. Right. And then Joey in this next scene. <laughs> okay. So the music that's continues. And Joey's, Joey's waiting by a fence. Prison fence. And her dad walks up and he's like, I don't know what I'm doing here. But wait, actually, I do. And she's like, you know, you messed up, not because of what you did, but because you don't know me. Oh my God. <laughs> I couldn't stop crying. I know. And he's like, she's like, you know, you're missing all of this. You're missing my childhood. Yeah. You don't know me. And that's a mistake on your part. Yeah. And it's like the first time we've seen Joey sort of have this confidence. Yeah. Post like on my own. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Sorry. And and she says, you know, what I came to tell you is that I'm okay. It turned out pretty good. And I'm okay even with no help from you. Yeah. You know. And she's like. This part kills me. Oh, my God. (laughs) She's like, I have one question for you. Yeah. Do you love me? And he bursts into tears at her Me too. Yeah. Okay. And he goes, I love you more than you'll ever know. And he tells her he's so sorry. And he said, she she asks if he thinks about her. And he just says, every minute minute of every every day. day. Mm -hmm. And then I wrote, here's where Katie Holmes smashes my heart. (laughs) Because her face. Oh my God. She's like, I have to live my life feeling like no one loves me. Yeah. She says, do you really love me though? Because I'm 15 years old and I go through every day of my life thinking that nobody loves me. Oh my God. It's so bad. It's so sad. Oh. It's so sad. And it's like, yeah, I just can't even imagine. So like I said in the last episode, I didn't fall in love with Joey the same way, but this, I was just like, oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. I'm it's it's a hard walk that life she had to have yeah and I think that's like as an as an adult I think that's where I go with this character so hard is like yeah this this is not a girl who's had an easy life yeah and I've said it about Pacey like what if you felt like you don't have any opportunities Mm -hmm. you don't have anything Mm -hmm. so I'm gonna say about Joey what if you felt like no one in the world loved you yeah oh my god that's so hard i mean pacey feels that way too he feels like no one loves him yeah. you know yeah and just like man yeah you know these are the moments when you realize your own privilege <laughs> yeah oh my god i mean my parents tell me they love me all the time all the time all the time yeah yeah i um i haven't said this on our podcast yet but my dad died recently yeah. um and you know one of the things that i I'm so grateful for is the fact that I that was not ever a question. Yeah. Uh, how how much he loved me and how proud he was of me. Never a question. So, you know, I, I think Aaron and I are both now crying in this studio. <laughs> um, so but I think like that is so that hit that part hit me so hard in this show. I know. You know? Yeah. 
And and her dad says, her dad says, are you all right? Do you need me? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm fine. Okay. Her dad tells Joey that Dawson loves her. <laughs> I'm just going to kill our moment, Mary. I know. I was like, thank God Kevin Williamson, because I wouldn't have been able to pull it together. But you bring this motherfucker into this really sweet moment. <laughs> and okay. Okay, we're not crying anymore. Okay. Okay. So <laughs> then Mr. Potter's like, Joey, don't worry. I think about you every day. I love you, blah, blah, blah. But so does Dawson. Yeah. I could see it on his face. Yeah. He looks at you the way that your, your mom. mom looked at me. Mm-hmm. And you're like, okay, Mr. Potter, bringing in Mrs. <laughs> yeah. Potter into this. Also like, God, don't stir up drama for your teenage Come kid. on. Jesus. And so he asked Joey if... She asks if Joey has told Dawson that she loves him. And she, he says, don't make my mistake. Don't wait until someone is wasting away. Will you hold back the one thing you're they're waiting to hear? That's deep, man. That's like a deep into what was happening in Joey's family. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Oof, I think we're probably going to come back to that at some point. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so fucking dark. And so Angel starts up again. It had stopped for a second. Right. And then it starts again. And Joey um, steps forward and sort of puts her fingers on top of her dad's and within the chain link fence. Yeah. And says, thank you. And then they say, I love you to each other. And then she's like, I got to go. Oh, my God. It's And I got to say, Katie Holmes's physicality in that scene, like mm-hmm. she is such a like insecure 15 year old she's the way she moves her body her arms are really like by her sides kind of awkward and she kind of she does this thing before she puts her hand on her dad's where she like kind of like puts her arms all the way down and then swings them forward a Mm -hmm. little bit like yeah like kind of like like builds up a momentum to put (laughs) her hand on you can do this yeah and it's just like like, let your guard down to this the person in your life has been so fucked up to you like just left you yeah and i think there's something to be said about like the fact that like she's 18 right playing 15 that like there's a physicality to teenagehood Mm -hmm. that i do think goes away when you're when you're in your 20s and and you it's part of it has a lot of it has to do with confidence right um (laughs) like you know your body stops growing (laughs) yeah and that too um but so then it cuts and there's the sunrise on the cape it's beautiful. And and <laughs> just like I'll be by Edwin McC- McCain. This the is tears a, in your This eyes, is like a classic Dawson's Creek song. <laughs> I'll be your crying shoulder. Yeah, so <laughs> and she's like Joey's fucking she's furiously rowing, <laughs> rowing down the creek. Presumably she's just gotten back with Pacey yeah. from the from the prison. Yeah. And it sort of cuts in between Joey rowing and getting closer and closer and, and Dawson and Jen waking, waking up, up in Dawson's bed. Yeah. And, and so Jen wakes up and she kind of like caresses Dawson's face and she's just yeah. like Oh, I felt like that. Like, you know, she's already said she thinks Dawson's a safe space to her. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, so she's just like, oh, like I felt so good, you know, or yeah. whatever. And then, you know, Joey gets on the dock and she's walking <laughs> and Jen, then Dawson's waking up and then Joey gets to the ladder and she starts climbing. And then and nobody hears the ladder. I, no. 
Sorry. I thought that's same thing. Like, all right. Just be there. Just be in the moment. <laughs> and Jen goes in to for the kiss. kiss Boston. And, and Joey's face comes through the window. Yeah. Pops right in. And and Joey and Dawson's like, Joey, wait, wait, wait. Yeah. And she go fucking t- books it. She like takes off. It's a call back to the pilot. Yeah. Where she runs down the dock and he goes to his window and he's yelling like, Joey, Joey. Joey. He does not say Katie Couric. In this he does scene. not talk about his masturbatory <laughs> habits. Thank God. But he like she just takes and she peels off in her boat. She, I mean, she's just like fucking she rose. Bounces and he runs to the dock and he she he's, she's gone. She's gone and he's still calling for her. Yeah, well well, but before that, um Jen asks if as he's putting on his shoes to to jump down and go down to her. Oh yeah. He's Jen's like, I like, have to go to her. She got the wrong idea about yeah. us. And Jen's like, Are you are you in love with her? And and Dawson says, I don't know, but I have to talk to her. Yeah. You know, and he climbs out the window. And then in the room, Jen's like, goodbye, Dawson. Yeah. After he leaves. So Jen goes back to Grams' house and Grams is sitting on the porch and Grams says she's going to church and Jen's upset. Yeah. I mean, I think... So what's interesting to me in this is like Grams doesn't say anything about the fact that Jen's she, been out all night. I know. And then, yeah, Grams says she's going to go to church and asks Jen if, if she's OK and and sort of says, I think you should come with me right. to church. And again, this is a departure from Grams's other behavior. Uh, so yeah, definitely. It's and like she- supportive and sweet. Because remember when Graham said, you know how I feel about you because she wasn't going to tell Jen she loved her. Mm -hmm. I do remember. This is Graham's being like, are you okay? I think you need to come to church with me. And I mean, like, that's not what Jen wants, but it is what Graham's thinks is best for her. Yeah. And it's like there's there's this moment where she starts to get a little preachy. Yeah. And then she kind of goes, you don't have to be in God's house for him to to hear hear you, you. which I really liked. And then, okay. then Jen grabs a photo of Gramps and Gramps at their wedding and then mm-hmm. cuddles it <laughs> in Gramps's bed. Very weird. But I want to say we go straight into this rendition of Broken Road. Mm-hmm. God bless the broken road <laughs> that led me straight to you. Um, so, and like this song. Oh, wait, wait, wait. This uh-huh. song is like best known probably as a Rascal Flatts song. Oh, OK. Um. And I'm literally, I like realized as I was typing uh-huh. that like the reason that I love that song so much is because it's in this episode. Oh, hilarious. <laughs> I was like, oh yeah, that's why I know all the words to it, isn't it? Okay. <laughs> so somehow Dawson gets to Joey's house before Joey. He didn't take a boat and we know that's the quickest way to get there. So I'm not really sure if he walked or he he took a taxi or because he doesn't drive he doesn't drive but maybe he took his bike i'm not sure so he busts into the potter house and he's like joey joey she's not there and then we see joey sitting on a dock a random dock yeah it's like it's like she's going to different places around town Uh uh-huh but they're not like important places to them right no so yeah she's sitting on a dock and then uh joe or sorry dawson goes to the ice house and he's like bessie is joey here is joey here 
she's not. And then she moves to a bench and then we see him roaming the streets of Cape Side looking for her. Yeah. So they're like, they're missing each other. Yeah. Like they're going to different spots in Cape Side. And it's constantly and missing like, each other. Yeah. Misconnections. Yeah. And that's just, this is just like a keeps montage. happening. Yeah. And so then the phone rings at Jen's house and Gramps, Gramps died. died. Mm-hmm. And then we cut back and Dawson is still looking for Joey. <laughs> mm-hmm. And she's bummed and watching, walking the streets and like, you know, good thing it's 1998 because with cell phones, this would never happen. Right. Yeah. And Graham, we cut and Graham's is at church and it's an empty church and she's praying. And Jen walks in and she's visibly uncomfortable with the creepy uh, stained glass glass windows. Mm -hmm. And she's got a really killer cozy outfit on. It's so 90s. Yeah. She's got like white stacked heels. Those, those white sneakers. Soles, yeah. sneakers. Yeah. And uh, she's got like a floor like floral dress. And a, a cozy sweater. Yeah. And she's definitely freaked out to be in the church. But she goes to the pew and she sits next to Grams. And and Grams is just like, Grams is in the Lord's ha- hands now. And she prays for she prays for Gramps and. You know, she just sort of says, yeah, please watch over him loud. and she's, please make sure he's safe. Mm-hmm. And Jen, you know, Jen sort of at the end says, please make sure he's safe for me, too. Oh. Jen cries. And Graham's and, just and then, breaks down. Oh, my God. Yeah. And then I was crying again. Uh, I was, too. Because, oh, God. And they, but they like hug each other and cry together. And I'm like. There's this part and of me that's Graham's like I'm just like I miss him so much. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Yeah, it's hard. But um but also I think like what I really like about this is this like this, this is the first time they've kind of turned towards each other. Yeah. You know, and no, like again, so when Jen says she doesn't have relationships with women, she means at all. Right. Not zero at all. Not it's her not grandmother, just, not her mother. It's just not like her peers. She means, no, her mom kicked her the fuck out of the house. Yeah. Her grandma, w- w- up to this point, refused to say she loved her and was right. a total witch to her. And, like, all these other girls are mean to her. Yeah. You know? So she's never had, like, a female to, like, console her, to empathize with her, to, like, have a connection with, yeah. you know? Yeah. And, like, you know, it's so sad that this horrible moment is what they're bonding over, but, like, fucking better than nothing, you know? And, like, they just sit there and they cry together. Well, and sometimes you bond over horrible moments. Absolutely. You know? No, the, I mean, if they didn't bond now, Grams would be dead to me. Right, right, right. Yeah. So. That's a good point. <laughs> so then Dawson gets back to his room and it's and nighttime. He opens the closet. And, yeah, and and the God bless the broken road cut out during the Graham scene. Mm-hmm. And it's back, yeah, back yeah. in this scene. Um, and he opens the closet, and Joey's in the closet. Yeah, <laughs> again, we know. And he says nothing's happening between him and Jen. They're just friends, and Dawson, and and you know, she says like you don't need to explain. Yeah, she's like you and I, you know, Joey and Dawson are just friends. Yeah, and he's like, we just spend so. Dawson's like, you know, we're not just friends, and you know it, and like, and she's like, no, we're in the same exact place we were three months ago. Yeah, and she's like, I'm fucking tired of it, and like, Like, we spend so much time just like analyzing. Yeah, and you know, talking about we're just talking about we're talking around it all. Yeah. I just right here my note I like interjected to myself and said it is hard for me to understate how much I wanted Katie Holmes's hair in 1998 <laughs> really oh my god because like she had hair that's kind of like mine like thick brown hair uh-huh. but mine is very curly yeah 
But in 1998, like, curly was not in. Mm. And, like, my hair is very, like, it takes a lot to maintain it. And in 1998, I did not know how to do it. Mm. I just wanted her hair so bad. She has great hair. (laughs) She does, yeah. Um, But Joey was like, I came here to tell you that we need to move on. Yeah. And he asks again for, I think, the third time, maybe the fourth in this episode, if she's going to go to France. Yeah. And she's like... She's Here's like, the inevitable cliffhanger. Hello, Chekhov's cliffhanger. She's like, yeah. again, ask me to stay. Yeah. She asks if there's a reason to stay. Yeah. And he, um, he says, she says, is there some new release at the video store that I don't know about? <laughs> <laughs> and like, and then she tells Dawson, like, it's time to grow up. Like, yeah. You know, Spielberg grew out of his Peter Pan phase. Like, which is the same line from the pilot. Yeah. She said, you know, like, we can grow up together. Oh, Dawson says, you know, we can grow up together if you give me a chance. Mm-hmm. And she's like, what the fuck? Like, I told you that Spielberg, he says that Spielberg outgrew, outgrew his Peter Pan phase. And she's like, I told you that three months ago. Yeah. And you know, she's like, we just keep dancing around these big words. And I just want, I just want to be honest with you. Yeah. And she's like, are you are ready, you ready for, that? for that? Yeah. And she's like, honesty is a big word and it changes things and it complicates things. Yeah. And she looks at him. And he does not respond. And I I wrote Katie Holmes's face. You just like watch it. Yeah. You watch the second that emotion hits her in the heart mm-hmm. and her face just changes entirely and it yeah. drops. And she's like, fuck you like she you see like she's sad and hurt Mm -hmm. but you see she's like fuck you yeah and then the music cue (laughs) is say goodnight not goodbye yeah by beth nielsen chapman which is like classic gonna make more appearances in this series say goodnight yeah um it's fucking iconic i can't sing it because i'm not in that register but um (laughs) but um, but go google it because it's great so Joey like and nods her head like I'll see you Dawson and so yeah I'll see it she and turns she, for the window and he goes and he grabs, grabs her, her and, and he kisses her he kisses her and they romantically kiss well he like he kisses her and he pulls away and they look at each other and then he goes in again and then it pans to and then it, we outside cut outside of the window and you see the silhouette of them of kissing them kissing and it in the same like way that in the pilot we zoomed in on the house yeah, it zoomed it like out. yeah pulls back yeah on the house so how did you feel because i, mean, I know 1998 me was like so stoked so stoked I was not stoked this time. <laughs> <laughs> okay, fair, fair, fair. 1998 me was I mean, like so goddamn stoked. So like this show is like one of those shows that just like made me feel like on fire. Mm-hmm. Like I just loved it so yeah, much yeah, yeah. when it when it aired the first time around. Like I couldn't get enough. If if there had been if I had had any inkling that on the internet people maybe had written about this show, like I would have been in the fan forums. I, I that yeah, wasn't yeah. really what I was doing. Yeah, and I don't know how. Well, you already admitted you had to typewrite your college application. I did, I did admit that. <laughs> so, we did have a computer, but like uh-huh. it, you know, and the internet, but like dial-up internet. But um, in 1998. But yeah. But my thing is like I don't know. This time, like I think there's a part of me that gives space to high school romance. You know, these people are not right for each other. And I think they're going to, I'm guessing if they get together, like they've just kissed so far, right? Yeah, cliffhanger. Cliffhanger. 
if they get together, I think they're going to fucking go through it, Mm -hmm. you know, but, but there's, it's romantic and it's like, there is something sweet about, about this ending and about this romance and about what it means to figure out that you're feeling something. Yeah. I think that's like such a big thing to figure out that you're feeling something. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, I want it for Joey because like she needs to figure out like, you know, she needs, she's the only character so far that hasn't like quote unquote dated someone. If you yeah. want to consider Pacey dating, <laughs> you know, yeah. um, which the show does. So it's her turn to like kind of see what that's like. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I want that for her. I want this experience for her. I just like don't trust Dawson at all. So <laughs> it's going to be a long slog for her, I think, yeah. you know. Yeah. Um, and even in this like moment that's supposed to be romantic, she's like, I want you to be honest with me. Yeah, so, I mean. So already in previous episode pacey says do you love her he says nothing yeah jen says do you love her he says nothing joey's like be honest with me he says nothing right yeah i mean i you know i I, logically i think that you're right Mm -hmm. you know i definitely do i think there's something about this is like a situation where if if joey actually had a female friend they would be like no no fuck this guy and like i think that joey like the fact that Dawson and Joey have been friends for so long Mm -hmm. and thus Joey puts up with certain things from him right as a friend yeah I think that sometimes those things change Mm -hmm. when you start dating yeah your expectations are certainly going to change your expectations change about what you want from someone and like and and I think that that's like I don't know uh, perhaps that's something as a society we need to discuss. Mm-hmm. You know, I think a friend is a relationship, and you should be expecting the same amount of of respect and due diligence from right. from your friends as from people you're you know romantically right. involved with. But I think it's um, I think it's going to be interesting to see. Mm-hmm. Um, if they get together, if that works out. Yeah. And I also think like, I, I mean, I think like as an adult, I can see all the problems. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can see where they all are. Right. That doesn't mean that this that they should sequence of events. And... Well, and that doesn't mean that this sequence of events, particularly the the in the room, you know, with that fucking song playing <laughs> is not like a romantic moment, mm. you know? yeah. yeah. Because the kiss itself is romantic. And mm-hmm. he, and in this way, it's like he does take a plunge that he has been unwilling to take previously. Right, right, right. And so, you know, he doesn't say the thing true. Yeah. And like... I mean, she I think, ultimately doesn't say it either. Right. You know, but he didn't ask her, like, what do you want? He did not ask her that. Okay. <laughs> I I can't tell you, Aaron, how excited I am to discuss season two. Oh, I know. Um, we've been talking about this privately, off not on the podcast, but <laughs> two of our favorite characters are going to get introduced. Yeah. Um, we could not be happier to be discussing season two next time. Yeah, and um, I I just have so much to say about yeah. all of it. Yeah, yeah, I'm excited. I'm so excited. Yeah. But season one, like, season one holds just a special place in my heart. Oh, yeah. Even if, like, there's, there's a the, lot of shit. The that, scare episode. I don't yeah, care. Don't care. It's past. I mean, even the Miss Jacobs storyline, like, I'll get through that. Yeah. But, like, there's something about this season and, like, the way that it felt to watch it in 1998. Mm-hmm. 
that like you just hadn't ever seen anything like this before. Yeah, I've totally. been thinking a lot about like why this show, like why this show was so goddamn huge. Yeah. And like I think part because it's like a great coming of age story. Yeah. Um, totally. as you said before. And then I think also part like there was just something about the chemistry of these actors mm-hmm. and this writing and the way that it was so different from other high school yeah. shows. The music, the, you know, even yeah. the fashion, if you can call it fashion. And like <laughs> And honestly, like there's I don't know that you would ever see a teen show where people were dressed like this, like in this very like realistic kind of way, but like heightened realistic. Yeah. Yeah. Like I know with my so-called life, they gave each character their own closet and they cycled through them to make it authentic. But um, yeah, not. (laughs) No, it's definitely I love the way it's shot. That's the whole time I was like, it's like a very like dreamy like I love a lot so I I don't I know season two changes but so I'm excited to see what that's like but uh yeah see it was a good good journey yeah yeah good journey so who are you rooting for I am rooting for that's a quick question I don't know I don't know if I'm you know I'm glad I'm I'm happy for Joey that she got what she wanted Mm -hmm. I hope that Dawson can give her what she needs Mm -hmm. I feel for Jen you know, like I said, I, I just lost my dad and, and losing a, a losing someone is very hard. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, I think it's it's someone close to you like that. It's hard. Yeah. And so I, you know, I think that's um, I just hope she gets I hope she just like the first few weeks, it's like, just get through it. Yeah. And yeah. then like, it's like, OK, then, you know, you kind of settle into what it means. And then for Pacey, I mean, fuck, man, I kind of hope he gets to move out. Like, I just want him out of whatever situation he's in right now. Yeah. I think, like, it's a bad, it's bad. And I also hope that he gets to find someone that, like, Mm -hmm. is healthy. (laughs) Age appropriate. It's not an actual felony. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Uh, Um, I'm going to say it. I'm rooting for Dawson. You're rooting for Dawson. Whoa, Aaron. (laughs) Oh, my God. My mind is blown. What? Well, he in his life made a big step yeah by like just doing it yeah kissing her and i think he's gonna have a hard time with that (laughs) (laughs) so i'm rooting he doesn't have a hard time with that i think yeah yeah i think that's good (laughs) yeah i mean i'm rooting for dawson to like like i said i hope he can be what joey needs him to be i mean i just hope he can be what he needs him to be you know grow and for himself yeah, yeah 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 Yeah, I mean, I just wish he could. Yeah, yeah. He just needs to control his jealousy. His jealousy drives him. Yeah, it does. It does. Yeah. Mm -hmm. All right. All right. Well, thank you for listening. It's been so fun. Season one. Season one. We did it. (laughs) Shout out. So, what did you do? You remember what you did in the summer of ninety eight, ninety eight? God, no. So, what we were freshmen going into sophomore. Well, Mm -hmm. I took summer school. You took summer school. So we did, it was like health and driver's ed. Uh-huh. Or no, no, it was communication and driver's ed. Okay. And so, I don't know, that must have been like four weeks, mm-hmm. just like hanging out with our friends in the summer. Nice. And then after, you know, it was like half day. Yeah. Right? Like, I don't know, nine to noon or eight to noon. Mm-hmm. We just like go to the beach after, or like hang out after. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, summer, lawless. Yeah, I um, I think I maybe went to Canada with my family this year that okay. summer. I don't remember. I went on a road trip. Um, my aunt and 
I, I have 15 first cousins and yeah. only one girl cousin. Yeah. And she's only a year older than me. Yeah. So my aunt, my cousin Katie and I um, went on a road trip across the United States up. We went across the South, up the East Coast and then across back across the North. So I was gone for a month and like. I felt it's it was like one of my first real big growth experiences. Yeah, so I'll talk sure. about it a little more in season two. But, um, <laughs> but yeah, it was a big summer for me. Yeah, big summer. And I remember coming back and like feeling a little bit like the town felt too small. Mm. I mean, it always felt too small, but yeah. it felt even a little more too small. Yeah. You know? Crazy. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was fun. Cool. Cool. All right. Well, thanks for listening. Season one. We did it. (laughs) Thanks for joining us on this journey. Um, You can. Oh, let's shout out Bill the Oyster Man. Yeah, Bill the Oyster Man. Yeah. Um, Not forgotten. Yeah. Yeah. He was um, he was a good one. He was a good one. And he's very well missed. Yes. Yeah. So you can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Dawson's Critique. You can email us anything you want as long as you're nice at uh, Dawson's Critique at gmail.com. Yeah. You, we want to shout out uh, Kilia for making our sick ass theme, mm-hmm. theme song. You can find him on Instagram at Go Freaking Crazy. You can find my Finsta at Aaron.Hensley. And you can find me online at um, on Twitter and Instagram at Pesty1079. We would like to thank Andrew Bush, who makes us sound good. You can find Rare Bird Books at rarebirdbooks.com. Uh, we are also on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Rare Bird Lit. Uh, this has been a Rare Bird production.